tonight we're going to step into this this uh, process of, of going after the spirits of oppression. And we're going to break it down for you. We're going to give you the right Reader's Digest version of, of what the spirit of oppression can do and will do and is even operating in the lives of some of you today. And I, I say this transparently because uh, we had a prayer time yesterday with uh, Apostle Dave. We went after some of the spirits of oppression. And I went through a, a personal deliverance, which I do on a regular basis. Because I've come to understand the ability of the enemy and his strategies and what he uses to try to keep us in a place to where we're so preoccupied with him coming after us in our minds and in our bodies that we can't concentrate on the things that God asks us to do for him. Amen? He comes as a distraction. But tonight we got a good word. Tonight we have a sure word of prophecy. That even this morning in working through this message, that spirit of oppression tried to get on me. Is somebody in the house? Yes. See, he'll do anything he can to try to distract you when God is trying to show you something. Amen? Hallelujah. So today we want to open up with a prophetic word. And this morning it was, I was telling Apostle Yvonne this morning, I woke up this morning read it, to start to do a, a message, and the Lord stopped me and began to download a prophecy. First thing this morning, talk about baking and eggs in the morning. Amen? It was good. Hallelujah. So this is God's heart to us today. Those of you joining us online, please open up your spirit wide to this. I'm so excited. I'm already spitting. My God. Hallelujah. This is God's heart to us tonight, saints. And we release this corporately in, in the sanctuary, but this goes out uh, uh, through the uh, stream as well. And I would encourage you to revisit these prophecies that come forth on Sunday uh, afternoon and Monday nights because they will build you up in your most holy faith. And again, this is the extension of Abba's heart to us as his, uh, as his sons and daughters. He truly is Abba. He is Father. He is, oh my God, as the uncreated one, the one who has always existed. He always, let me go. He always has been and he always will be. And he never changes. We see this in the expression of the Father's heart and life of His Son when was He on the earth. He came to reveal the kingdom of earth, uh, kingdom of heaven in the earth. And even through the prophetic utterance of the Holy Spirit, the road writers write, uh, the writers in Hebrew wrote, Jesus Christ. He's the same. He's the same yesterday as He was in the Old Testament as He is today in the New Testament. He's the same yesterday, today, and he will be the same forever and forever. He never changes. This is his heart to us tonight. Holy Spirit, we turn this service over to you. And we leave it in your hands. We give you permission to come and do what you've been sent to do that you would magnify the name of Jesus in this house tonight. And Jesus, that you would glorify the name of the Father through the abundance of your agape, your love towards us. That as you speak, enable our ears to hear beyond the natural realm, to hear what is taking place through this word in the spiritual realm. That through this word, you will build us up 
in that most supernatural faith you give to us in all that you do for us and through us and all of God's people say amen amen, amen. all right let's do this The ailments in your body are going to go tonight. Yes. Amen. The, aff the afflictions on your bodies, the torments, the thoughts and the torments in your minds are going to go tonight. Yes. There is an anointing in the house. The uh, anointing of God is in the house today. Yes. And God set, it, God set it, uh, an altar up here tonight so that when you come up, leave that stuff here. I said, leave that stuff here and let Jesus deal with it on your behalf. And when you leave that here, he will make an exchange with you. And what you leave here as a void, he will fill it with his virtue. It is I, the great I am, the king of kings, the Lord of lords, the Lord of hosts, has placed my spirit who is eternal in you. Understand this was planned by me for you before you were conceived in your mother's womb. Every intention toward you has been that you would abound, be plentiful, flourish, thrive in my glory and in the riches of my glory. Seeking my face, asking me to meet your every need. That I, the Lord, would carry you, my beloved, from glory to to glory, even by my spirit who is eternal. Tonight's release comes from my heart overflowing with love and compassion to hear your hearts cry for more of me. I'm pausing on the prophecy. It's a word of knowledge in the spirit. I see the cloud over your heads right now. The cloud of glory is over your head. It's rain. Rain coming down. Clearing the atmosphere. Making everything that God wants to do divine in order. There's somebody in the house. Again, to abound in the power of my love with your hearts laid up my, on my heart. <clears throat> Fine-tuning your ear to my voice with clarity, sharpness, and accuracy. The Spirit of God's on this side. Oh, he's in here, but the Lord's touching somebody's heart right now on this side. Your heart's broken. You had to deal with something on a personal level with relationship. And I see the hand of Yeshua on your heart right now. He's interceding for you. And before you leave this house tonight, that wound will be healed in Jesus' mighty name. There's somebody on this side. You've got a leg, a, a, a knee condition, a swelling on the knee. Before you leave, that swelling's going to go in Jesus' mighty name. Can we do this tonight? If you say no, I'm going to do it anyway. From my heart 
to your hearts, you will hear a continual call, an awakening, a wooing in your inner man for greater intimacy, a deeper and more profound desire to separate yourselves from the world's activities and the distractions that deafen your ears from hearing my voice. At those moments, surrender to the unction, the anointing of my Holy Spirit that is resident in you. And allow every intention of His to lead you and guide you to step into those moments to gain greater insight to what heaven is offering you. This continual pull towards my heart must come, excuse me, must become the catalyst. See, they're prophesying. Must become the catalyst, the prompting to keep you from the outer courts being influenced by iniquity, the operations of wickedness that has flooded the earth. As you come, step into the inner courts of your hearts with your sacrifice of praise to worship me in spirit and truth. And I, the Lord God, the Lord of glory, will escort you into my holy place. There you will There, excuse me, there you and I will make an exchange where I will reveal the hidden hurts, wounds concealed with shrouds of darkness. As I do, that exchange for their removal will take place from me to fill that void, that space with my unconditional love. In an instant, you will know that I, Jehovah Rapha, am the God that heals, says the Spirit of the living God. Can you receive that tonight, saints? I believe I've got this right, guys. I, I, I might have given you the incorrect um, scripture. So if we can bring up Hebrews, the 13th chapter. And I believe, yeah, it starts with seven. We're good. Seven through eight. Oh, seven through nine, excuse me. Apostle Dave was here yesterday. He gave, gave such a powerful word to us. And he was given the explanation that in the times that we're in right now, we have got to have the, the, the revelatory gift of the spirit of discernment operating in our lives because of the false doctrines that are coming on. And you know what we're talking about. We're not going to go into detail. You just watch the news and see what's going on. And look, what, look what's coming forth. False doctrines. Doctrines based on myth, truths, lies, deceptions, corruptions, depravity. They're doctrines, saints. The Word of God calls them doctrines. Amen? Yes. Hebrews 13.8. Remember those who rule. Come on. Wow. Fred, you're going to like this one. I'm, we're we're going to pause this. 
please listen with your spirit open, saints. And as we, we teach and we talk about that all truth is parallel, amen, when we speak of the, these things, they're not only taking place in the, in the physical realm, but they take place in the spiritual realm. And I want you to target, think this, in the spiritual realm. There's a power so strong that it causes the rulers of the earth to tremble. They know the power of God, the prince of powers and powers of darkness, the, ruler, the prince of powers and powers, the rulers of darkness and the spiritual wickednesses. Pastor Fred, they know the power of God. Those rulers know the power of God and they tremble in fear because they know that in the end they will come to their own destruction. There's somebody in the house. Remember those who rule, lead over you, who have spoken the word of God to you, those faith follow, those who follow faith. Consider the outcome of their conduct. Here it is, saints. Jesus Christ. He is the same. Yesterday, today, and forever. I hear this. Do not, the, the writer of Hebrew warns us, do not be carried away or about with various and strange doctrines. Remain steadfast to thus saith the Lord. And verily, verily, I say unto you, remain steadfast. This call from God for us to be uh, coming to this place of intimacy is so profound. We've been echoing this throughout the months and the years here. We hear the Father's cry for intimacy, to know him as he truly is because he doesn't want us to be pulled away. And many are falling away. Many in the body of Christ are falling away, but you're not. Because you remain steadfast. And do what God has put into your hearts. So tonight we're going to talk about spirits of oppression. And we're going to break it down for you. Let's go to the screen, guys. Matthew 8, 14. And we, want to, we were going to give these descriptions here as illustrations. So you'll have a visual and then you'll have an understanding how these spirits of oppression come upon us or assigned to us. For years, I used to think oppression is just a mind thing. No. I've been learning. Been in this for 38 years. I'm still learning. Yeah, join me in the, in the language of the Holy Ghost. Matthew 814. And when Jesus went to Peter's house in Capernaum, he saw Peter's mother-in-law lying sick in her bed with a fever. Come on, saints, hear this. And he touched her hand. And the fever, the symptoms, the character, or that spirit left her, and she got up and served him. There were no casting out of devils. It was simply a touch as a point of contact the virtue of God in Christ can I waken somebody here tonight 
that same virtue is in you. To where you can touch somebody and that spirit of oppression has to go. You see, it was oppression upon her, this sickness as an oppression upon her that gave her a fever. Again, no casting out of a spirit, a simple point of contact. Here, a believer is witness to what a simple act of faith in God and his word can do. It's simple. Been watching some stuff on deliverance. And a lot of that stuff out there is so crazy. You wonder, no, I'll just stop. I better stop. Just a simple word. A simple spoken word to an oppression, a spirit of oppression. Come out. And it's got to come out. No ifs, ands, or buts. And tonight, knees are going to bow. Don't look at me like that. Those spiritual, those knees of oppression will bow tonight in the name of Jesus. I told you, I didn't know we were going to go here tonight, but we're here. Mark 1, Mark 1, 35 through 41. Now in the morning, having risen a long while before daylight, he went out and departed into a solitary place, Jesus. And there he prayed. And Simon and those who were there with him searched for him. And they, when they found him, they said to him, everyone is looking for you. But Jesus said to them, let us go into the next town that I may preach there also. Because for this purpose, I have come forth. And he was preaching in their synagogues throughout all the Galilee and casting out demons. Oftentimes we're put in a position. We gave this yesterday. Hallelujah, it was good. Oftentimes, God will put you on an assignment. We talked about this yesterday. You're here tonight. God brought you here as an assignment. He has an assignment for you. Amen? And oftentimes, God will put us in a place where he puts us on an assignment, and we have to deliver his word with accuracy. And a lot of times, in order to deliver the word with accuracy, before we get on the scene, we go back to the life of Jesus in the four Gospels. He did nothing unless he got along with the Father first because he needed to know what the Father was going to tell him to do. He needed to see what the Father was going to have him to do and say. Amen? And so in that time, he got alone. He got on the scene. He had to cast nothing out. He just said, come out! And they came out. I didn't know we were going to have school tonight, but praise the Lord. And guys, you're going to have to help me out. This this is uh, Jesus cleanses the leopard. Uh, and I don't have the my apologies here. Oh, it's in the same same chapter. <laughs> Mark, okay, we're in Mark 1, verse 40. Okay. And here we, we read how Jesus cleanses the leopard. And, and since we're giving this to you, you're going to see how the application of this uh, is to be applied to our lives. When these spirits of oppression it's not just one, there are many. How they affect the lives of God's people. Not only physically, but emotionally. 
Oh, somebody's going to get a, an impartation tonight. I'm ready, I'm ready to run this thing. Verse 40. Now a leopard came to him, imploring him, kneeling down to him, and said unto him. Now listen to this. If he's asked, the leopard's asking Jesus, if you are willing, can you make me clean? Oh, sorry, you can make me clean. Excuse me. Thank you, sweetie. Then Jesus moved with compassion, stretched out his hand, and touched him. And he said to them, him, I am willing. And God is telling me to tell you tonight, if you are willing to ask him to make you clean tonight, he'll do it. I am willing, and he says, be cleansed. And as soon as he had spoken, the Bible says that immediately the leprosy, the oppression of leprosy, is somebody in the house? That spirit of leprosy left him, and he was cleansed. Here, leprosy is described as a disease, as an infirmity, causing physical and mental disability with oppression. It brings discomfort on the flesh of the leopard. It brings disfigurement to the skin. It affects the nerve endings under the flesh, causing irritation. Watch how inclusive this is. It torments the mind. Thoughts questioning of questioning God, uh, if God uh, loves, excuse me, Thoughts questioning God's love towards them? Does God really love me? If so, why am I suffering like this? I, I hear the prayer, and I'm not boasting. Saying, I can hear when I'm in prayer, when I'm in intercession, I can hear the prayers of the saints going before God. And then God will put their face in my mind, and, and then I begin to pray. Ah, somebody help me. Does God really love me? If so, why am I suffering like this? And again, I'm not boasting. I'm just telling you, this is what happens when you spend time alone with God with intimacy. In prayer, I've seen individuals lying in their beds crying out to God. Why God? Why God? I've seen others sitting up in their bed, in their beds, just back and forth. Why, God? Why? Why is this happening to me? Others have said, I prayed for healing and, and, and deliverance, but I do not see it coming to pass in my life. Saints, oppression is defined as a malicious or unjust treatment or exercise of power under the guise of someone or something in authority. It comes as an assignment of punishment. It can be overt or undisguised, obvious, or plain to see, or it can be covert, secret, hidden, uncovered, or underground. This is the area that the enemy has a field day 
in the lives of God's people. That hidden place, what we're talking about, it's in the soul of the individual. It's in the mind. It's in the will and the emotions of God's people. Amen? Can we go here tonight? The Bible gives the reader examples of of spirits of oppression through the Bible, both in Old Testament and New Testament. In Exodus, Cain lost his birthright as a work of oppression. Israel suffered Israel suffering in Egypt for over 400 years in bondage as a result of a spirit of oppression. Nehemiah rebuilding the walls of Jerusalem suffered as a result of oppression. Esther with the Jews to experience a genocide. They suffered under a spirit of oppression. Daniel and the people of Babylon taking captivity all suffered under a spirit of oppression. In the New Testament, the four Gospels, two-thirds of Jesus' ministry, he exposes the spirits of oppression and exercises his authority over them. Let's go to the screen. Acts 6.16. And I jump-started again, huh? I didn't do the announcements, but we're so far beyond that right now. Hallelujah. We're not going back. We ain't going back. Amen. In Acts 16.16, saints. Now it happened as we went to prayer that a certain slave a girl possessed with the spirit of divination. Please hear these words coming out of these lips of clay. They're not my words. They're all from the written word. God will always back himself up with his word. Amen. Amen. But a certain slave girl possessed with the spirit of divination, she too was under oppression. It says that, uh, a spirit of divination, witchcraft met us, who brought her master much profit by fortune telling. Witchcraft will provoke, it will produce oppression, saints. Verse 18. But Paul, greatly annoyed, Paul was under, as a result of this, this uh, damsel, was under a spirit of oppression. The Bible says he was greatly annoyed, distressed, anguished, afflicted tormented and he turned and said to to the spirit not to the girl but to the spirit the spirit of what the spirit of oppression i command you in the name of jesus to come out of her and the bible exposes oppression as a spirit one with authority in ephesians 6 12 the bible is very specific here paul writing to the church at ephesus he explains them, this is what you got to do. You've got to understand, you're not fighting amongst one another. Snap out of it. Yes. Wake up, smell the coffee. Yes. For we do not wrestle against flesh and blood, but against principalities, against powers, against the rulers of the darkness of this age, against spiritual hosts of wickedness in heavenly places. Saints, this is the reality. 
Demonic oppression is a spiritual attack from a demonic spirit which seeks to influence a person's thoughts, their emotions, and even their actions. Since a demon spirit cannot possess a believer, come on, we don't have time to go in all this. But since a demon spirit cannot possess, own, or be in possession of a Christian to control them, then oppression, persecution, abuse, maltreatment, cruelty, hardship, misery, suffering is the next best option. Now, there's many schools of deliverance, and there's a couple of people who are not here who would be here tonight, but praise the Lord to hear this. They're the ones who... No, I better stop. <laughs> Don't make me go there. Many schools... There's many schools of deliverance, saints. Listen to, to your, your brother in the faith. There are different operations, methods, and approaches. And they argue amongst themselves that their way is better or the right way. That their way is the only way. But when you read and study the life of Jesus, every approach he took was different to bring deliverance and healing into the lives of God's people. This ministry, this ministry, this ministry over here. We're the only way. This is how you do it. So we're going to keep you here for five, six, seven hours, and then possibly you'll get delivered. Then you've got a ministry over here. People come up. Get out in Jesus' name, and it's done. But I say that whatever methods work, whatever methods work founded on Jesus Christ and him crucified and deliverance from oppression comes, let it be so. So tonight we've got a good word. We have a sure word of prophecy. Not only is a believer to read and study God's word, the knowledge with understanding that God's word is true, they must also speak and act on the word that is spoken. And we're going to get you going here in just a minute, I promise. Ephesians 6.13. This is a word given by Paul, not only to the church at Ephesus, but to us today as believers in Christ. To understand the, the fulfillment of God's word when we apply it, when we put it into, uh, into effect in our lives. And in a sense, as the word is spoken, we speak it over our lives, God will gird us up. He'll prepare us. He positions us. He'll give us a posture, an attitude of the things that are right according to his word. So when you wake up in the morning and you're facing a, a, a spirit of oppression, a nose to nose, you put it in its place. Come on, you put it in its place. We've been hearing uh, lately of individuals who are having conversations with demonic spirits. Why bother? What, what, in, what, 
do you have in common with an unclean spirit that you want to have a conversation with him or find out about him? You want to know about them? Read the word of God. Don't have a conversation with him because I'm telling you and I'm going to get in trouble on this and I don't give a rat's patoot. That you sit down and begin to have a conversation with the kingdoms of darkness and those kings, you'll open up doors that you will not be able to close. You are looking for trouble. Trouble that you will not be able to contend with. Even the Bible says that Michael, the archangel, fought against the prince of Persia. And even he knew not to take him on. He says, the Lord rebuke you. Okay, I'm I'm feeling an unction. (laughs) Ephesians 6.13. This is Paul's instructions, and we're going to get you in line in just a minute. Because I feel the Holy Ghost. I know the Holy Ghost. And as I said before, and I'm not boasting, when we were worshiping the Lord, I could feel the kabod, the weight of God's glory on these hands. So some of you are going to get it. Ephesians 6, 13. Therefore, take up the whole complete armor of God that you might be able to withstand, resist, hold up against, oppose, fight, defy in the evil day, and having done all to stand. Stand, therefore, having girded up your waist with truth, having put on the breastplate of righteousness, and having shod your feet with the preparation of the gospel of peace. Above all, taking the shield of faith with which you will be able to quench all the fiery darts of the wicked and those spirits of oppression. And take the helmet of salvation and the sword of the spirit, which is the word of God. Praying always with all prayer and supplication in the spirit. In the spirit. Somebody say, in the spirit. Being watchful to this end with all perseverance perseverance and supplication for all the saints God set you in place saints and any any time that a spirit of oppression tries to come against you you need to put that spirit in its place don't stand there and have a conversation or let those thoughts to continue to come in your mind you put a stop to it immediately and then go about your father's business See, every believer must take... I don't know if we're going to finish this. Anybody feel that? I just got hit upside the back of my head here. Hallelujah. Every believer must take their stand against a spirit of oppression and any other demonic spirit that has set an assignment, has been sent as an assignment from the kingdom of darkness. And when that spirit of oppression is cast out and bound... Is the battle over? No. No, no, no. See, another spirit from that legion will be sent to accomplish the same task to oppress the one that who has just been delivered from it. Tonight, we're going to have a training session. 
when they get into this place, uh, in, in a few minutes here. Okay, how, how are you going to do this, Dad? And we want to stand here tonight with you to agree with you for deliverance. Brother Marky, you don't, I, I, I don't, I'm not, uh, I, I don't have oppression on me. I, I, I pray in the Holy Ghost. I read the Word of God. Uh, I, I, I pray and I fast. I don't have oppression on me. Really? My mind's clear. My, my thoughts are clear. Really? Tonight, that spirit of oppression is coming out. And it will be bound in Jesus' mighty name. I, I, I need to do this. I, I don't want to cut into this, but I'm going to ask you tonight. I'm, we're just going to leave this up to you. If you have tithes and offerings for the service tonight, we're not going to go into that. I don't want to cut into this, God, oh God. Uh, it was my bad. I didn't bring it up earlier. If you have tithes and offerings for the ministry of the Holy Spirit here tonight, go ahead, just prepare those as we're moving here. And then when you come up to get prayed for, we'll have a bucket on this side and a bucket on that side. Just simply put that in and we'll pray over them in Jesus' mighty name. Okay, let's get back into this. Man, man we just got to stay, stay in the zone here. There's somebody on this side, you're having, and we're not here to embarrass anybody. God's, God's heart is so big towards us tonight. Listen, he doesn't want to embarrass anybody. We're not here to do that. We're here to speak God's heart into you because he knows your every need, whether it be physically or mentally. And there's somebody on this side, and I'm not going to play games. Or, there's somebody on this section over here who's having a challenge with your bladder. That spirit of oppression is going to come out in Jesus' mighty name. And that bladder will function at 100% capacity. Shiviki. Es Siriki. Mopra. Now, I want to repeat this again because... You can't walk away with this, getting delivered from a spirit of oppression, and then two or three days down the road, all of a sudden it's coming back. You've got to understand, there's a legion of spirits of oppression. And when one is sent, and it's cast out and delivered, amen, another will come from that legion with the same assignment to try to put that affliction on your body. We understand that? So that's why we got to remain girded up, fine-tuned, to be able to discern what spirits of our God and what are not. Amen? So we're going to set this up. I'm going to ask the, the ministry team to, uh, to get ready. We want to set this up. 
And at this point for the children, um, they're good to go. Don't be, parents, don't be concerned about them. Nothing's going to transfer over them. They're covered. They're not going to be hurt. And if you need to, to excuse yourself, we understand. But when God was down, whoa, when God was da- downloading this today, saints, I said, Lord, what direction are you going in on this? And so this is, this, the altar has been set up here, and this is the altar call for the spirits of oppression that are afflicting you in your body, sickness, disease, or is tormenting your minds. Come on. And I talk with the ministers. We get hit in our minds big time, man. I, I'm not even going to go into it. Hallelujah. Big time. Accusations, assaults, all kinds of things. But we fight the good fight of faith. We fight the good fight of faith. And those spirits bow. They bow to the name of Jesus. And when we come with a reprimand against them, they flee. They run in terror. I don't know if you know that you know that you know that you have authority in Jesus' mighty name. As a son of God, the daughter of God, you who are born again, spirit-filled, tongue-talking, devil-rebuking, children of the Son of the living God, you, God has given you his authority. I love when I cause the enemy to tap out. And I, I just, you know, I'll tell you, sometimes I get so hot under the collar, man, and I, I get so upset. I'll, I'll rebuke and bind, but then I begin, I begin to prophesy against those spirits. And in the spirit, I can see them run. Almost like they got fire on their feet. They want to get the heaven out of here. So we're doing this altar call. And as I, I, as I release this, we need to turn the, uh, the air conditioner on because, or is it just me? Is it hot? <laughs> Woo! So the altar's been set, and as I call these things out, I'm going to ask you simply to stand up. You need to participate in this. See, you have to be a willing vessel and decide that you want these spirits of oppression to be released from you to come out from you. Remember, you're not demon-possessed. It's, called, it's, it's, a, it's a teaching in this It's being demonized by spirits of oppression. Amen? But you got to be the willing v- vessel. So when we, we call these out, simply stand up. Become a participant. And then we're going to prepare you to receive what God has for you. Uh, I'm going to be honest with you. It's gonna get, we're going to get down and we're going to get dirty. Amen? And you may go through a little session that's uncomfortable but understand it's the it's anointing God's anointing upon you to set you free and by the way I was telling the ministry team tonight's an introduction and for the next six months of this year we're going to have a deliverance night once a month, strictly on deliverance in Jesus' mighty name. Okay, here we go. Those of you who have been ridiculed by family, friends, co-workers, 
because of your faith, I'm going to ask you to stand up. And God's telling me, look at that. And God's telling me that that spirit of oppression that has, torment, has tormented you long enough is going to come out in Jesus' mighty name. If you've experienced rejection or rejection has confronted you and that spirit of oppression repeats its cycle, itself in a cycle, it ends tonight. That spirit is going to go in Jesus' mighty name. Oh, Brother Michael, what about you? Listen, I've been up and down the alley more than once. Calling out to God for deliverance from the spirits of oppression. My wife will tell you. To that spirit of oppression bringing guilt and condemnation raises its ugly head repeatedly to say to you that you failed as a spouse or a parent because of the condition of your household and assignment is going, that assignment is going to be broken and destroyed tonight in Jesus' mighty name. Hear your brother in the faith, saints, because I, I know what I know right now. The spirit, the characteristics of Leviathan that raises the spirit of Leviathan, the characteristics of that spirit of pride and arrogance is holding you back from standing up. You better deal with it. You need to deal with it or let God deal with it. To every abuse you endured as a child or an adult where that spirit of oppression continues to linger as a resident in your soul, it will come out tonight and leave in Jesus' mighty name. So we're going to solidify this, this altar call right now. This is Abba's heart to you. My God, I, I, I feel the unction of the Holy Ghost. My God. This is not even in this. Whatever the handicap is, saints. Come on, my brothers and sisters in the faith, I love you. And I'm t- from my heart, from my father's heart, I'm telling you. Whatever the handicap, whatever it is, let the Holy Spirit do what he's here to do tonight. Whatever the handicap, physically, emotionally. And I'm going to release this prophecy and I promise I'll, I'll begin to minister. But I've got to tell you, I'm going to tell you, we're in this place right now. The ministry of the Holy Spirit has has brought us here. And we experienced just a little bit of this last Monday. And I didn't know what was going on until I got here. But we prayed for the glory. We preached on the glory. But something happened in the Spirit where heaven opened its gates to us. And that glory was released last Monday in this sanctuary. And we went forward here in the power of Yahweh himself. And God revealed his unconditional love. That glory is in the house tonight.
here's the prophecy. Please be patient with us tonight. Already I'm seeing branches coming off this message. Here's the prophecy. I, the great I am, stand amongst you today, releasing my anointing with love and power to expedite your release from those spirits of oppression that have kept you from living in the freedom that was made at Calvary's cross through the life of my son. Today, I, Jesus, in the spirit, stand here as your advocate, your champion, with divine power to deliver, to set you free from every spirit of oppression. This is his heart tonight. Uh, please stay with Brother Michael. This was not a shift. This is a direction here. You're here today, and I promise if I, I have to stay here till 4 o'clock in the morning, I will stay and I will pray over you. That's my promise to you tonight. But those of you that are, are pastors, God's being real specific, that you're, you're here tonight and you're a pastor and you've been hit with oppression in any area of your life, I'm going to have you come to the altar right away. Come on up here. And I need the ministry team, please. 